What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the College and Career Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Carson Hall. I'm the College and Career Pastor here at Maysville Baptist Church. And I am so glad that you decided to take a little bit of time out of your day-to-day to listen in as we study through the Word of God together. So recently we've been going through the book of Proverbs together, but today we're going to take just a brief reprieve from that. And I have a little bit shorter of a lesson for y'all, a little bit shorter of a Bible study, and it's more of a challenge, a challenge for us as Christians to go out and share. Now, when I say the word sharing, what comes to your mind? Just think on that for a second. For me, I instantly think of the phrase, sharing is caring. I know anyone else probably has heard that phrase before, so that's often something I think of. For me, that's the first thing that came into my mind. Often when we think of sharing, we think of it as in the sense of a gift, such as growing up, if you got a gift for Christmas or your birthday, oftentimes it would have one of those especially if you had siblings. Okay, you've got to share this with your brother or your sister. But it can be more than just a physical thing. It can be sharing a meal with friends. What about if you hear something really good? Is that something you want to share? Like for all the football fans listening, when your favorite team wins a big game and somebody you know who is a big fan didn't get to watch the game. You just want to instantly, you want to go share with that person. Oh, did you hear about how the dogs won? But how often do we take the good news, the most important good news, and the good news is what the gospel is known as, And share it. As Christians, all too often we hear the good news, but don't ever share it. Today we're going to be talking about how as Christians we're called to share the good news. So, if you have your Bible or your phone with you, if you will join me in Matthew 28, 16 through 20. Now, before we get into our scripture for today, let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, thank you so much for today. I pray and thank you for all the listeners that are listening in, tuning in, listening to this Bible study today, dear God. I pray that you just work in mighty ways in their lives. I pray that you grow them closer to you, dear God. Grow them in you. Grow them in their knowledge of you, their passion for you, and their passion for sharing the most important good news that we can ever share as Christians, the gospel. God, help us all, please pay attention to your word and apply its truths to our lives every single day. In your name I pray, amen. Now, I'm sure many of you today are familiar with this passage we're going to cover. The passage we're going to be reading is known as the Great Commission. Now, Some of y'all, just like me, may be wondering, well, what really is a commission? 
Well, according to Google, a commission is an instruction, command, or duty given to a person or a group. We find ourselves picking up in Matthew, right before the ascension of Jesus. And Jesus here gives his followers not just an ordinary commission like me saying, Hey, would one of y'all mind getting me a bottle of water? Would y'all mind opening up your Bibles? Here we see Jesus gives the most important piece of instruction and command ever to be given. The commission to go out and share his good news. Share the gospel of Jesus Christ. So, now that we've covered where we're at, what's going on, let's go to the word and read. Now we're going to start in verse 16 and read through verse 20. Starting in verse 16 of Matthew 28. Then the eleven disciples were went away into Galilee, to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. We see, as we read through our text this evening, that in verse 19, Jesus begins his charge to his disciples. His charge to them to go out and make disciples of all nations, sharing the gospel, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. When we read this, we should read this and it be a call to all of us to be sharing the gospel with the people who surround us. All too often we get trapped in the rut of, well, I'm saved, but someone else will share the gospel with that person. It just, it doesn't have to be me. It doesn't have to be me. But we see and understand as we read this text that all of us We are called to share the gospel with people. We're called to not be stagnant Christians. We're called to be Christians who follow the will of God with intent. Not just a back burner Christian. Not somebody who proclaims they're a Christian, but never shares the gospel, never opens their Bible. We're supposed to be intent Christians. Christians that truly live out a life that reflects the amazing glory of God. The glory and grace that he extended to us through his son. That good news, the good news of the gospel, the fact that God sent his son to die on the cross for our sins, not because we're worthy of it at all, but because he has grace and loves us enough to extend that gift of grace and eternal life and a way to have a personal relationship with him through salvation. That's good news that we all should want to share with everybody everywhere. And trust me, 
I'm, I have been in the same boat. Talking to people is not something that comes super easy to me either. It's not something that's comfortable for anybody. But as Christians, we need to force ourselves to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. That's been a big prayer in my heart, is that God will make me comfortable in those uncomfortable situations. Strive for that uncomfortable situation. As our pastor said yesterday, as I record this on a Monday during our service this past Sunday, what is it if we have just a little bit of uncomfortable when we go out and share? A little bit of uncomfortable situation is so much of an easier price to pay than what God paid on the cross. If God can send his son to die on the cross for us, we can have the ability to go and share that good news with everybody. You see, as Christians, we need to be serious when it comes to the will of God and serious when it comes to sharing, whether that by words or whether that be by the actions people see us live. One of my favorite quotes that I have read recently comes from D.L. Moody, and he said, The will of God is not for the curious. It is for the serious. And it's time for us as Christians to take our faith seriously and share with others the gospel, the good news, not because we have to, but because we get to, because we have that hope that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Now, today you may be asking, well, how do I share with someone? One of the best ways to share is to share your testimony, share how God has changed you and that by Jesus dying on the cross for our sins, if we repent and put our faith and trust in him as our personal Lord and Savior, we can be saved from our sins and have a personal relationship with God our Father. You see, when it comes to your personal testimony, it's a powerful thing. Everyone's is. And oftentimes we will hear people give these amazing testimonies of how God saved them from addiction to drugs, alcohol, from a depressed state of mind, a life of crime. And it can at times make people think that their own personal testimony is not as powerful because, well, I wasn't doing any of that. I wasn't addicted to drugs. I wasn't an alcoholic. I wasn't about to be in jail from the life I was living. Don't let that call your question, call your testimony into question. Don't make the assumption that just because you never were addicted to drugs and God saved you, didn't save you from that, that that does not give your testimony power. You see, what you were doing in your testimony does not matter. That's not what gives your testimony power. That's not what makes your testimony amazing. What makes your testimony amazing and beautiful is the fact that God saved you. The fact that God was willing to extend us grace.
You see, it's not a us thing. It's a him thing that makes a testimony powerful and beautiful. And we never know how our testimony can help somebody else. And through what God has let us go through in our lives, how that can be used by him to speak to somebody else. You see, just because you don't have a testimony of God pulling you out of addiction, that does not mean your testimony is not special and beautiful and amazing. Because it's not about what we did. It's about what he did. And we never know how our testimonies can affect somebody else. So it's important that we never invalidate our personal testimony. Because it's not about us. It's about what God did for us. As we continue through our text for today, one of the also most important things about this text that I feel at times gets neglected is verse 20. All too often we see people getting shared to and then almost just dropped off. But as Christians, we're called to share two things. We're called to share the gospel and in verse 20, share encouragement, share teaching. In verse 20, it says, teaching them to observe all the things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. You see, as Christians, we're called to share the gospel first, but then also share with that new believer and with other believers around us encouragement strengthen, help them in hard times. If you see somebody struggling, come alongside them as a brother or sister in Christ, not in a sense of, oh, I'm better than you, but in a sense of love, just like the love of Christ that he has for us. And share encouragement in that situation. Say, hey, I'm here to help you. Let me pray for you. Let me be an accountability partner. Let me show you what the Bible says about this. As Christians, we're called to share. We're called to share the gospel, the good news. And we're called to share encouragement with our fellow believers. As I finish up today, I want us to all keep in our minds that as Christians, we must share. And this is not something we need to take for granted. Because we have good news that's worth sharing. That we get to share. In America, we don't have to worry about getting locked up or put in jail for sharing our faith. When other places around the world, this would be a punishable offense. In America, we're so lucky to have the privilege to live in a country that does not punish the active sharing of the gospel. That should be all more encouragement for us to go out and share. Share the gospel with somebody that you know needs to hear that good news. And also, 
share encouragement with a fellow brother or sister you may see that's struggling. Share a moment in the Word together. Share a moment of prayer together. You see, as Christians, we're not meant to go through this life alone. As we walk as Christians, we're called the body of Christ as Christians. The body is made up of many atoms and cells. This is the family of Christ. We're called to help one another. So if you see a brother or sister that needs encouragement, encourage that person. Share the good news and share encouragement. God, thank you for today. Thank you for giving us the ability to share with others. Firstly and foremost, your good news. And secondly, encouragement. I pray that we all take a note from Barnabas when it comes to that aspect. Barnabas, whose name translates into the son of encouragement, I pray that we all encourage one another as true brothers and sisters in Christ and are challenged to share your good news through our actions and our words with everyone we come in contact with. God, I pray if anybody listening may say, well, Carson, you know, I don't have a testimony to share with someone. Well, I'm here to tell you today that God sent his one and only son to die on a cross for our sins. Not because we're worth it, but because he loves us enough to do it. And if you put your faith and trust in him, in Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for our sins, you can have eternal life and a personal relationship with our God and Father. If anyone listening would like to do that, please don't be afraid to reach out to me at carsonhall.mbc at gmail.com. I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to... If you come to Maysville Baptist, I'd love to stop and talk to you about it. I'd love to talk to you about any questions you have, as would any of our pastors or staff members. God, I pray that you just open our hearts and our minds, that you may work in us in amazing ways. In your name I pray. Amen. If any of y'all have any questions today, Please don't be afraid to call the church or email me personally at carsonhall.mbc at gmail.com. I'd love to answer any of your questions. I hope you have a blessed day. And let's all go out and share. God bless.